got some unfinished business. This the rap martyr. We hitting harder, getting smarter. It's up in order. Kick the 40 yarder. Give me a heart attack. I'm anxious. Gagger, bring us home like Holly's MMA. Think I got the plane ticks. Arlington, I took the flight. When that whistle blow, I know that Tony Yo gon' be high. Gonna be high. Am I on the hit list? You don't wanna miss this. Spartan Nation got some unfinished business. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spartan Sports Podcast. My name is Ben Pride. Yeah, welcome back. You got me. And uh, we're just here to talk a little Michigan State basketball. Um, coming off of a Penn State, a loss to Penn State in uh, that old gym. I don't know. If, I, I don't even get it. I, I don't get why we played there, but uh, it was a tough game. It was a tough game. So, uh, what you what you think of the team's performance? I think I mean, overall, I think it was on defensively the lackluster effort. I think they could have. I think a lot of um, Penn State's passes were very easy, and they were not contested. And I think it was just a game of ended up being a game of awareness, and we just were not aware where Penn State was moving, and they're beating us with cuts, they're beating us off the pick and roll, and I, we just let them get behind us all game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it started out bad too i mean we you know we let up that early run and it mm-hmm. just never seemed to uh we never seemed to recover from that and i don't know it was just really uh it was interesting because we you know we had this four game stretch of just what i thought was a really really good you know a really good stretch you know uh bridges wasn't in but uh but we you know see, sort of coalesced around uh nick ward and then Coming into Penn State, Bridges was supposed to have a bigger role, and I, I, you know, maybe it was the kind of the the change, you know, having our star player back, but we just didn't look like we wanted to be there, almost, you know. So, uh, McQuaid looked terrible. Um, Aaron looked terrible. I thought Ward did, you know, played well. Um, Fifteen, uh, six, and four, I think. So I mean, he's he's still. I, I think he's now our uh, got to be our best player, right? Ward right now is our best player. I mean, he. I think overall he's he again looked fairly. I'd say fairly dominant against Penn State in a game where I hate to say for half of our team we should have just put on our tuxes and served up like served up some of these baskets like appetizers. Like I don't know. I just don't. Just some of like what really concerned me was I think outside of Ward. Ward really, even when they were entering the paint, Penn State off like one of the first initial passes, Ward had at least five block shots, and he was contesting a lot. He's really the one saving grace. I thought down low, I think we could have got really got demolished in in the paint. Mm-hmm. And I just think every basket was. I mean, we're having him do too much right now. Like, I think he's like the ultimate help side defender because mm-hmm. everybody's right. getting pa- everybody's getting past us, and other people have to play their part. Yeah, but Ward have been just. I mean, the effort from that guy is just absolutely phenomenal. I mean. You watch the big boy going coast to coast and with the ball. And he does. Jeez, pass on that ball though. On that, he <laughs> he, he he goes uh, he goes like coast to coast and then slams into that uh, stanchion and that scared the hell out of me. Uh, I, yeah. I don't even know like he, but he does have some wheels. It's so interesting because I I you know I I read the scouting report before the season. You know, thought he was a a low post guy, um, kind of a Derek Nix. Sort of, uh, Derek Nix, and yeah. I, you know he shows some of that low post game, but he's also got like hops. He really yeah. does. He really. Do. I, I don't. I've never really like the way he blocks those shots. Is I mean Derek Nix never did that, right? You know he's he, just super quick off the especially yeah. off the second jump. Yeah. He's just super quick. I mean the, the only the only like downside to his game is he's still 
he still lacks, you know, the endurance. But still, I you know, I think he he's showing the effort that I think nobody else did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I don't think it's time to be worried about Miles Bridges, but uh, I think uh, it's just. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a learning process coming back and and uh, I hope he gets back quicker. Definitely, I think it go. I think both they go hand in hand. I think I think Izzo knows, and I think Miles himself knows. I mean, Miles wants to win. I'm, I don't have any. You know, I mean, I think he played a game where maybe it didn't look like you know the full like effort was there all the time. But I think that goes in part with his ankle right now is about what they've estimated to say eighty percent. And I think, you know, especially being a, coming off a high ankle sprain, it's very tough to just go back in there and dominate. And like Izzo said, it takes time to learn, you know. It takes time to learn how to play at the level you used to play after, like, an injury like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't sound too devastating, but, I mean, it's just really tough to learn. Like, I mean, especially with a guy who really relies on his, like, I mean, being the, an ultra-athlete. I mean, you got to give him some time, too. But I think and well, you have to play, I think, more aware. Yeah. I I just feel like he, he like... He goes between, like, being very passive and trying to almost let the game come to him too much. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's like, oh, I'm the star player. I'm going to take this shot. I'm going to, like, you know. You, you know what I mean? I like agree, he, yeah. he, he It's almost like he, he's got to find that balance. And um, especially with the team being, you know, more a team around him now than, than it was, you know, it, in early, you know, November, uh, December, because, uh, you know, I, you know, I think it's, it's, it's grown up without him, you know, and he's got to learn his role. Yeah, definitely. I got to go, going off that point, I'd say that I look at the way, like, I mean, when we play Minnesota, we'd really establish, I mean, you know, that you'd have Tom Tom, you'd even have Cassius bring the ball up the court. They'd swing the ball around, they get into their, maybe they'd even get into the set, and then eventually what they do is, Ward, I mean, Ward has excellent footwork. They get him the ball down well. He'd establish his position. And then, I mean, he's shooting, you know, these pretty easy. I mean, for him, like, I mean, even when they double teamed him, he has such a great position down low that he's getting a nice little hook shot. I mean, these are high percentage shots. And, like, we were really working out for it. It's pretty, I mean, it's methodic, but, I mean, hey, we're getting a great shot every time. And I feel now it's kind of like, I mean, I think the main culprits are Aaron Harris and Miles, but, I mean, both of them are just getting the balls. And I would say just, like, a not a very, like, you know, I think at a time where they could look to make, like, an extra pass or, you know, like, get a better shot, they're both just t- either Aaron's chucking up a three or <laughs> Miles is going, like, the roadrunner to the basket and yeah. just throwing up just a crazy yeah. shot. And, I mean, he's good, but, I mean, geez, like, you got to be, like, you got to get, like, you know, like, kind of past somebody a little bit. But, I mean, he's a defender right in front of him, and I think it's just being a little bit more intelligent out there. And I think he's very capable of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, are you, um... I don't, the, the thing... I want to see more of is like kind of like the the I always go back to this team like the Dwight Howard Orlando Magic where you have this big guy in the post and then you have four shooters around and I keep on wanting to see that from you know the Spartans and I guess I mean do we have four shooters you know I was thinking about that yesterday do we have four shooters you know it's I mean Cassius maybe McQuaid maybe Aaron yeah he should be Bridges is not not a great three-point shooter, and then, I mean, who else? Langford? But he's, again, no. not, not the guy. You're, you're right, Ben. It's a lot of maybes right now. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't. I mean, you're not getting to the point where, I mean, yeah, you say it's pretty, still pretty early in Big Ten and Big Ten play, but I just don't see who's going to establish it. I mean, yeah, you've had Alvin, honestly. I mean, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, wrong, yeah. and it'd be surprising. I mean, 
shooting well, taking good shots. I think that's the main thing for him. He's taking a lot better shots than they did in the past. But, I mean, McQuaid and Aaron just don't seem like they have the... I mean, McQuaid has the confidence to shoot, but he's not making them. And then Aaron's just taking either bad threes or he's just too inconsistent. I mean, at this point, that's a big question. Do I see Aaron Harris turning it around? I have I have doubts. I don't... Yeah. Right, if you ask me right now, I don't think I see him salvaging the season for himself. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking right now, like, uh, we got in this podcast game and uh, we had that uh, Spartans basketball preview. And I think we just completely shit on uh, Alvin Ellis the whole time. Yeah. And uh, and he really proved us wrong. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he's stepping up. And um, and Aaron Harris, I mean, he's he's essentially taking the Aaron Harris role, what I thought Definitely. Aaron Harris would be, would be. Yeah. And, I mean, not to say that Aaron Harris, like, I just feel like he's like, he's like almost Darrell Summers. He's, he's, you know, Jamal Crawford. He's, he's this guy who will come out and be amazing one game, yeah. you know, 24 points against Rutgers, 30 points for, uh, I mean, good job against Mississippi Valley <laughs> state. Um, and then, you know, have an absolute zero performance, just not even show that effort. I, yeah, I think for me, that was a little bit too much more of like, I mean, a lot of these guys, I think you mentioned, put up numbers and I think, like, you know, bigger games. I mean, Rutgers, I mean, wasn't, like, a terrible slouch, but... Yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, I mean, who's Aaron really... I mean, he had a few games, like, last year, but, I mean, who's he really shown... Was he really shown outside of, I mean, anything substantial this year? Like, mm-hmm. I guess playing opponents and... We've played, like, Minnesota, nothing. When we play, I mean, yesterday, nothing, and he just... I don't know, he just disappears too much. I think the main thing, I would be not be too mad at him if he was really locking down people one-on-one in the perimeter mm-hmm. defensively, and he's not doing that either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, and I think that was the thing last year. He didn't have the scoring production, but yeah. um, but it was like, we, you know, you could see other things. You, you could see the defense. and um, I mean, especially versus Penn State yesterday, yeah. I think the defense was... Was very lackluster. Mm-hmm. I, I again don't watch Penn State very much <laughs> at all, but I know Penn State's not that good. No, I know Penn State's not that good. Um, they almost beat Michigan. Like they're just not that good. Yeah. I it just they're, they're not that good. And yeah. and to see to see uh, us get there was just stretches where we got dominated mm-hmm. is. Uh, the thing that uh, kind of makes this team a little less fun than I thought it would be is there are certain lineups Izzo plays, and he, he might do this like every year kind of, where you know there's no scoring on the <laughs> court. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, right. the Tom Tom uh, Arns uh, Lankford lineup or something like that. Where uh, Goins, you yeah, know, something like Yeah. And these guys just, like, run up the court, and you just know they're going to put up a tough shot, and it's not going to go in. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's it's hard to watch yeah. sometimes. I, I think the main thing for them, what I think the real challenge is, is they're going to need to establish more, I'd say, offensive roles for Cassius Winston and Miles Bridges is going to be the key to really, I mean, the key to scoring, I think the key to winning these games down, like, now in January because I think you know where Warren's, you know where Warren's gonna give you your points from, and I mean you know like Al, you know you're getting you're getting, out, you're getting pretty consistent outside shooting from Alvin, and then everybody else is a top. I say like I mean you can't count really on anybody like else to give you consistent like mm-hmm. production, but I mean Miles and Cash, if you know they have the talent, 
And I think they could be good scorers, but I think both of them are having, like, just an identity crisis out there. Like, do I have to be the man? Like, do I play on? Like, do, am I, like, playing off the dribble? Am I catching and shooting? Like, they don't, they both seem a little, just a little confused. And I think if we can establish real roles for them and kind of, you know, make start button really playing with that lineup of Langford, uh, the four, like the four freshmen and Aaron Harris, or even, I mean, you could even sub in another guy, but I think that's who they're going to go with. I think once they kind of establish roles for, I'd say Miles and Cassius, I think they could really roll an offense and roll with that four freshman lineup. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I think that's the that's the way moving forward for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, it might be even uh, Alvin in the Aaron <laughs> Harris be. role. God, it's so funny. It's well, so funny how like yeah. five games can just turn my opinion completely yeah. around. Um, quickly on Alvin, what do you think about the three uh, celebration, the bow and arrow three celebration? You see it? Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, you know. He goes like, he pulls the the three out of his back, yeah. and then he just strings it and I shoots mean, it. I mean, he's probably aiming it at me, and yeah. after all these years, yeah. I've made fun of the guy, so I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. knocking down three, no yeah. guesses. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. Hey, another guy, you know, <laughs> another guy's proved to me right now, I think, reason I'm podcasting, and they're playing, but, you know, I gotta give Tom Tom a little credit. Like, yeah. he's been, I mean, I really said this guy, like, I don't know. I pretty much said I get on. I thought he was like the ultimate consolation prize for us recruiting that year. But I mean, you know, we've always liked. We've. Always, I mean, I've liked the guy personally, and I think you know now, like in those few games, he's really been. I think mean, a little bit more aggressive with the ball, and not as. It's just not been as like I say hesitant really. Like you know, he's a little bit more decisive. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's pushing the ball. He's getting. He's getting layups, and I mean, still, I think. I can I think he's coming from a good. Like he's trying to shoot the three because he knows nobody else is shooting it, but. I kind of don't think he should shoot the three just because I don't think he has. He just doesn't have the three-point shot. Right, yeah. He just isn't. It's not a consistent jump shot for him. But, I mean, he's he's facilitating the ball well. I mean, he's not turning it over terribly. And he's, he's, I don't know, he's he's establishing tempo. And I just like what I've not. He hasn't been a superstar, but I've liked what I've seen out of him. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree. You know, especially he's got, you know, if. If we want to run the fast break offense, Tom Tom's the guy, you know. Because I mean, uh, while heaping so many so much praise on Alvin, do you remember that one uh, one play last or one uh, fast break where Alvin uh, runs into the guy <laughs> and he gets yeah. the charge called when he had like three on one? Do you remember that? <laughs> Ward was like right yeah. under the basket, and Alvin just. Pulls out his old, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. tricks where he just <laughs> really wants to score and just <laughs> runs right into the guy. I mean, come on. But um, Tom Tom's just so good at, like, pushing the ball. He's really, really good at mm-hmm. it. You know, he never turns the ball over. Cassius does. And, um, yeah, I I think he's he's kind of finding his niche. He's, he, he knows, he, he sees when he can attack and... I um you know I think he's he took like three threes yesterday didn't make any of them but um I I don't I don't mind it especially if the shot clock's running down mm-hmm. you know it it's he doesn't it's not like he's forcing up the threes like I mean he he is at the end of the clock but he's not like you know oh I'm gonna take this three just mm-hmm. because I you know heat check or something yeah. like that it's and not that, a bad decision no definitely not you brought up an interesting point I think I think part of like you could hit in the Penn State game. I think you know. I mean, he's taking, he's trying to make the make, he's trying to make the most of um something that's very stagnant offense. I think he can be a culprit of it because I mean, Tom Tom's not really uh, scaring anybody into doubling him, or he's not really like a huge. I mean, he hasn't been like a huge threat off the pick and roll. 
I mean, I think it kind of thought is like with Tom Tom is he's great on the fast break. I think what they're going to need is more out of Cassius in the half court set. Because mm-hmm. I think what you could see what happened yesterday, and I mean, the reason we really couldn't get anything going on offense is they stayed in front of they stayed in front of everybody, and we just I mean you saw how like I mean the shot clock could be like just on dwindling down, and we had we'd be like you know behind the three point line like we haven't established anything. Right. Because I think we have nobody right now who like. I mean, like, the other team is, like, scared of, like, nobody they're going to double. Like, they, they don't have to overcommit on anybody right now. I mean, maybe they did for stretches on Ward down low, but mm-hmm. I think... Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's the double. That's the double that they send. They always send a double on Ward. They nobody yeah. Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, overall, I didn't think they really had to overcommit. I mean, even on Ward, it didn't seem like they overcommitted, yeah. like, the whole game. And mm-hmm. so they weren't getting any, I mean, any open shots, I think. I'm hoping, you know, they can find some type of blend between Cassius and TomTom, but... I think overall they're going to need, even if it doesn't come from them, I think they really need to establish a consistent outside shooter, maybe outside of Alvin, just so they can get something going. I think, like, it's been happening more, more and more out through the year, too. Just, I mean, the shot clock's getting down to, like, eight, seven seconds, and, I mean, you're just still swinging the ball, and I think that's going to be the main thing they need to change going forward. Yeah, yeah. I, it, is, it, is, it is frustrating because it seems like they kind of wander into their sets, you know, and that's okay if you're gonna like execute them well, but they don't, you know. No. And, and it ends up being six six on the shot clock, and McQuaid forces up a bad one mm-hmm. or something like that. And that's just it's it's hard to watch sometimes, and and especially when they don't have Ward in the game, it's you know because exactly. you know you know you know a tough shot isn't there, there's not going to be an offensive rebound or something like that. Um, so I mean. You know, moving forward, uh, we I don't even think we did, like, a, a B, uh, Big Ten preview or anything like that. What, where do you think um, we land on the Big Ten at the end of the year? I mean, honestly, I think we could be. I really think if um, if we can establish, I'd say, Miles and Cash to the extent. I, definitely, I do think this could be the second and third best team in the Big Ten. I mean, I'd say... I think I think the key game. I think I mean I, I don't really have the schedule right in front of me, but I think we're gonna learn a lot when we play Purdue at home in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But, I mean I think you have Wisconsin, I think you have Purdue, and then after that I mean you know yeah we played Purdue twice. We yeah, played Purdue twice, uh, one home, one away, of course. Yeah, no, I think Indiana's ranked. I think there. I mean there are a couple ranked teams, but yeah. I think those are teams we can beat, mm-hmm. and I expect us to be right. I expect us to be contending right for like around the third, second or third best spot in the Big Ten. And I think, I mean, that, I'm, that is that is including a lot of things go right. And I think it's more of like the, you know, like we figure out everything we've been talking about on this podcast. But I think it's achievable for us. Yeah. I The the thing that, um, I don't know, it seems like uh, Tom Izzo teams, I mean, especially, uh, like, do you remember that Georgetown game a couple of years ago where it was like a non-conference game in the middle of the Big Ten yeah, season? Yeah, and we just dropped it, you know. And I and we looked terrible. Georgetown wasn't very good, but we looked terrible. It might be one of those games, you know. Mm-hmm. The Penn State game might have been one of those games yeah. that it was like a weird, you know, not in a college gym. We didn't really get up for it. I I don't know. I um, and maybe I'm excusing it a little bit too much, but I think once Bridges gets back into the flow of things, you know, this Minnesota game uh, will be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll have to grind it out uh, like we did. I mean, you know, we got an overtime game. Hopefully, uh, Ward can have another one of those Herculean efforts where <laughs> he just 
through the double incredible. teams and everything. God, he he's going to be our best player all year. I'm yeah, saying it right now. Too. I you know I know Miles is the highest recruit in the class, but Ward is just so talented. Ward just and the thing, Ward just does not take a possession off, and I can't say yeah. enough. Like I mean, he like defensively, offensively, he's going 100 percent, and I mean it shows. Like I think he like. He is playing harder than anybody else on the court at any time. Yeah. And all these things, I mean, I know people, for listeners, they don't like to hear things that you can't quantify, mm-hmm. but I think this is the one thing where this guy, I mean, he's, he's mega talented, and I think he just, like, I mean, he's just getting around, like, when he gets the Minnesota team, I mean, he's splitting doubles consistently yeah. and just getting around them and just, drop, like, just a drop in the bucket. Yeah. And, and I, I love it. Yeah. He's shooting like 60%. Yeah. It's freaking unbelievable. Like, you see you see a uh, NBA big man every once in a while average that, or like uh, have that percentage, but they're not getting the usage that he is, and and yeah, you never see that yeah. in college. He's just, yeah. and, and he's got bounce. I, I, thing I, with, yeah, I'd say overall, the thing with Ward that I noticed that I didn't know coming in is he has an elite first step towards the basket. Yeah. When he has the back, when he has his side or his back to the basket, that first step, that first initial step to the basket is Maybe better. I mean, as good as anybody else in college basketball right now. For the, not. for the listeners out there, Naveed's doing a little bit of a shimmy himself. <laughs> so I just wanted to, you know, this is a visual uh, uh, audio yeah. medium, but I just wanted yeah. to share that. It reminded me back of myself a little bit back in the day. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm pretty excited now. But I, I I love Nick Ward, and I think we. I don't know. I think coming back. I think if we can really make him the focal point of this offense, I think he is. I mean, I think it's not even a question, yeah. but. I think we're going to slowly start building guys around him, <laughs> start building this team around him a bit, but I think we're going to be good to go in these next few games. I'm really, I think the good thing of the Penn State game is I think Penn State really showed us where our main flaws are, and I think what is going to harp on is I think especially defensively we're not going to have the same effort that we did against Penn State. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to be more, maybe teams will score on them, but they're going to be more, they're going to be contested shots, and we're just not going to let teams. I think that, I think the rest of the year going forward, we're not going to let a team in the paint as easily as we did. Against Penn State. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was. It was. Why? I mean, they shot sixty percent in yeah. the first half. Like a, a team shouldn't do that. Like you know, that's that's bad defense. That's you know, it's a, a mix yeah. of bad defense and they're hot. You know. Yeah, like so, if they were shooting shots, or even if they were, you know, like if they were getting it into their big man down low, and then he was taking a couple, you know, doing trying to do what Ward could do, like take a couple of steps and and the score. But I mean, this is just like they'd have the ball on the elbow, or even maybe like, you know, they'd have the ball like I mean at least ten feet out and. It'd just be a bounce pass, or it'd be somebody cutting from the baseline to the basket, and it'd be a layup. Yeah. God, if you would have asked me before the Penn State game, I was so high on this team. It's just so <laughs> funny, because, like, if we eke out that Penn State game or something mm-hmm. like that, I'm, like, just so excited. Yeah. yeah, I was, I don't know, over the last, like, the last few weeks, we, it had been an upward trajectory, mm-hmm. you know, the the Minnesota win, the Oakland win, uh you know, we looked dominant against Northwestern and uh, Rutgers, and just it. The Penn State game really just didn't look like the team that you know had come before. So no, I'm actually no. I'll say I'm not. I'm not too worried overall. I'd say I just feel like you know it was a game where we were. I mean, yeah, we were a bit confused, but I think they really are seeing. I mean, on offense, what they need to change, I think, to get better. I think they're going to try. I don't know. What, I don't know it's gonna, how it's going to be. This be part like they scheme it in, or part of like some guy just steps up. But I think they are going to find another outside shooter, and I think yeah, I think the effort overall is going to be better going forward. Mm-hmm. I think this game is more of an aberration than a telltale sign I, of the future. I I, I I I I I would you know agree. I think uh, you know road games are weird mm-hmm. in the Big Ten for sure, especially and again I. 
a, a gym that looked like a high school gym. I don't know. What what was that? It was just... I, they're playing at UPenn, but I don't oh, okay. I just don't know why they're playing there. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't have any clue. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I wanna I wanna do the 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 segment I just created up in the like the three players you're most excited about, and then the three players you're least excited about. Okay, you got mm-hmm. you good. So I'll I'll go first. Okay. Um, like I've been saying, I'll 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 uh, I'll. All podcast. Nick Ward is my uh, number one uh, most excited about player. Mm-hmm. You go ahead. We, we, you know, I don't need to. I gotta go one for one. Yeah, one for one. All right, then I'd mean guy I'm most excited for. I'd put. You know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Langford just because I think we haven't really scratched much of what he can do, and I think he's actually gonna be a guy who's gonna keep getting better as the years going along. He's kind of a question mark right now. You're kind of like, oh, what is what's Langford yeah. all about with this guy's deal, but. I think he's making better decisions. I think that's what the key thing coming from. I think that's what him and Cash just both need to do. And I'm kind of. I think he's gonna. I think he's slowly developing. I think he's. I think he's a defender. He's getting better. I think he's not there yet. But I'm excited to see where he's gonna be in like two, three weeks. Um, we haven't. Uh, we haven't talked a lot about this man, this next man in the podcast, but. I think Van Dyke's played well. <laughs> I do. I do. I. He is. He is Colby Wallerman of last year. He really is. He's a solid white walk-on who uh, who's uh, who's producing. He's yeah. trying hard out there. He, I like him. I think he's I, better than Colby, honestly. I mean, yeah, yeah. He actually, no joke. All jokes aside, he has a little bit of a role on the team. I mean, yeah. he get inside. I mean, he. I think he fights for rebounds. He battles. He keeps possessions alive. And I mean, I think he. I mean, he's not too much. I mean, I think when he gets his shot, he normally takes it and. I think he definitely to, could be a little bit more aggressive, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a lot Van Dyke taking oh, no, no, no. the game. No, I'm okay with his <laughs> – what, what he's doing right now is good. He's a spark defensive yeah. overall. I like yeah. 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 No, yeah, That's a good point. I, I agree. All right, you go. go ahead. And I'd say I have to come back, but the man himself, Alvin Ellis. I'm excited <laughs> yeah, about him yeah, because yeah. I, think, I think the thing is – I think Alvin's always been a very confident player. I think the problem is that he's been too overconfident <laughs> in yeah. limited abilities. But I think, I mean, it's just another classic is all, like, turnaround on a guy that you thought was, like, done for. Yeah. I mean, I think Alvin has the talent to, I mean, you can he has a three-point shot. I mean, he's athletic. He moves around. And I think, I mean, he's decisive now, you know, too. And he, I think he's combined. He's playing a lot more intelligently than he did in the past. I mean, it's not, <laughs> obviously, it's something like the three-on-one the three on one charge where you're like, oh, what's this guy doing? But... I mean, I think defensively he's hustling. You've seen this guy's like, I mean, yeah, he's, he's laying out for balls, and he's really putting enough. I think he's combining a more intelligent game. I think reining in just some of those stupid, like, kind of like what Miles is doing now a little bit, just like these ridiculous, like, shots. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, his selection's a little bit better, and I think his talent, I mean, it has really gotten the most, like, you know, out of, out of him right now. And I think he has the three-punch, he has the outside shot, mm-hmm. and he's feeling it. I just think he's confident this year. Yeah. And I'm excited. I think he can keep it up. Do you do you like to see Elvin drive? I kind of always worry about it. Maybe that's just like kind of uh, PTSD. Yeah. But uh, and I shouldn't joke about PTSD. But uh, yeah, like <laughs> I, I just think like right right. Do you ever get a little worried about? I, I just yeah. Cause based on I mean based yeah. on past Elvin, I get yeah. worried. Yeah. I'm happy now. I think um, I think he's done a good job. But I think like sometimes he'll have his. They'll throw. I'll be a couple passes, or it'll be even enough, like on like a pick and pop, and he gets the ball and he drives. And he's actually been pretty decent. I do get nervous on fifth break when you see Alvin just coming from <laughs> going full speed ahead from yeah. 
half court to the. I get a little bit worried then, but I mean, he's been. I guess I'm worried, but he's done. He's played. I mean, he's. I know he's driven with. I know I shouldn't say he's been being consistent, but he's driven with some type of. He's been. I mean, he's made some of them. I mean, he's made. I think more. He's made more than he hasn't. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Fair enough. I'm happy. Fair enough. I'm not mad with the drive. Um. Okay. I'll go. Um. Uh. Guy we talk a lot about. Um. Tom. Tom. I think Tom. Tom has turned it around a little bit. Is finding his role on the team. Um. Did he? He didn't start yesterday, did he? Yeah. Did he? Mm, no, I don't. think. No, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I think that role off the bench is good for him. Yeah. I think you know he's he's finding his role, and I think those those nice layups are are you know looking good for him. You know, and and again, he's not going to you know defenses are going to play a little off of him because he cannot shoot uh, worth a damn. But mm. you know, it's it is what it is. So, and your your last. Guy, you're my up last on. guy, I have to be, you know, I have to go with what I'm feeling, and I have to say no one else, really. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like, here's the thing. Okay, we've gone through, we've said we're excited about Van Dyke, yeah. Tom Tom, Ward, Alvin Ellis. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you had him in my third guy, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm excited about Miles, but I think that's an easy answer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's going to come into, he's not like, going to be a surprise at all. Like, yeah. He's going to be a guy you, I don't think we're expecting going to Zelma besides that. I can't get excited about going. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it will, We'll get to the disappointment. Uh, yeah, I think Cassius is on the brink of breaking out, but he went back. I have to. I think, in my opinion, he went back to old Cassius. I well, the Cassius that I saw in the September, like you know, not September, not September, but the beginning of the year, where so there's some kind of crazy turnovers, not really knowing what to do on offense and not getting anything going. Mm-hmm. I'm just not not too excited about him right now. Yeah, yeah. And besides that, I mean, who am I, McQuaid? <laughs> I'm not excited about it. Yeah, Outside yeah. shots just not there. He's not feeling yeah. it. I mean. I think even last year, you know, he had a little bit more like, you know, more of the floor slapping McQuaid. Uh, yeah. And this year, just doesn't seem to he doesn't seem to have it. And then Aaron Harris, I'm not. I'm just kind of you know like, I'm in a point where Aaron Harris, where if he produces, I'm gonna be you know, I mean I'm the biggest. We're both the biggest part in basketball fans. Like I want him to produce, but I can't expect it right now. Yeah. I just can't. I mean, that's your rotation, like. I mean, I could say, I guess maybe, like, by de facto, it would have to be Miles, but uh-huh. I think that's an easy answer. I think besides that, there's nobody who I'm super... Those are the two guys for me I'm super excited about. Yeah. And besides after that, like, I'm hoping, you know, I really hope... I think one of them is going to stop up. I think I'm going to... I'm very sure I'm going to be proven wrong. Yeah. But right now, today, I'd have to go. That's my answer. Okay. All right. And so, yeah, I guess we, we can just run through the, the, the disappointments. You know, we've talked about mm-hmm. a lot, but, you know, Aaron Harris... Mm-hmm. Um, the guy we haven't talked a lot about uh, is Goins. Yeah, and I just I don't get it. I, I that's the that's the I get having uh, inconsistent shooting slumps with uh, Aaron Harris and McQuaid. They're just not they're just not hitting them, and they can you know that happens sometimes mm-hmm. you know. But with Goins, it's effort. His effort's just not there. I'm with you. And I don't know if he can, he's hesitant because of injuries. or But like, remember the Louisville game last year where he just went, he'd go crazy. He went crazy on the offensive boards and yeah. he kept that up. Like, I mean, he was really just getting, I mean, second chance points with him. Or, I mean, it was like what we were, like, we were really relying on it at one point last year. And yeah. It just hasn't been there this it's year. It's just so wild because, like, he was the, he like, we don't have any depth up front. And you'd think this guy who, like, tried really hard last year and seemed to to really flourish would like I mean that just seems like a, a perfect story, you know, mm-hmm. a perfect a perfect role for him and 
He's shown none of it, you know? I, Goins just confuses the hell out of me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he had that one dunk. Uh, Langford passed him that ball and mm. that one dunk. But he has just been utterly disappointing mm. for me. I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, I agree. And, like, that's why, you know, I wanted I, – coming into the year, I was like, man, I'm like – well, luckily we didn't get we didn't have to pick up like a so so like just like a average player like Josh Jackson because we had Kenny Goyne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Goyne on the team for right, right. Kenny Goyne. Yeah, you just see that. You know, now I'm like we have we have Kenny Goyne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we just, I mean. I don't know. Do you see a turnaround for Kenny at all or not? I, I just I don't know because it's it's not again it's not like a it's not a shooting slump it's nothing like that it's like seriously just like effort you're right and it's it's really disheartening i don't know what maybe his girlfriend broke up with him <laughs> i i don't know i i don't know what it is but he uh he hasn't shown the effort and uh goins i know you're not listening to this but uh but uh yeah uh get at me and uh give bring the energy back is what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know like grab a cup of coffee before the game <laughs> just do anything um so uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you do you have do you have much else to? Um... Yeah, I think we could talk about just a little bit. What do you think? Are, do you know who our next couple of opponents are going to be? So it's Minnesota, Ohio State, um, and then uh, and then is it Purdue? I can look up the schedule. This is a really exciting podcast, by the way. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, so it's Minnesota, Ohio State, Indiana, Purdue. Wow. So we're get we're really getting into the meat of the schedule. Uh, Minnesota is um, fourteen and two. They'll probably be ranked um, when the rankings are coming out mm-hmm. today um, or tomorrow. I think they come out tomorrow. Uh, and then and then Ohio State, who's not a great team, uh, but then we got the Indiana, Purdue, Michigan. Um, so yeah, I think you know. Again, these are the these next four games mean a lot. You know, I yeah. think mm-hmm. I think these next four games are key. I mean, these are four real opponents. I mean, not <laughs> play it fake, but yeah, I mean, these are four. I mean, Big Ten teams. They're all very. I mean, they're very good. And I mean, I think from my perspective, what I like to see is obviously, I think now you have to see the third lineup really produce for you, and I think it has to be the four freshmen and Aaron or Alvin. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be. I think you need. I think Alvin, and, I mean, I think Miles and Miles and Cassius Winston need to figure out. I mean, it has to be, Miles has to be a scoring threat. I mean, to win, he's just going to have to be a scoring threat. He's going to have to play better. I think Cassius needs to figure out where he's going to fit in, too. And, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see us win at least. I think we have to split these games at least. Mm-hmm. At least. I think we need oh, to win yeah. two out of the four. Yeah. I well, think we have, I think we are. I, I am, I'm confident, but I think that's really what I need to see going forward is I think, obviously, I mean, defensively, it's more of a, I think it's more of a team effort type of thing where I think we need to pay more attention to detail. And I think you saw in the Penn State game, I mean, those are the things we need to change to get better. I mean, there's small things just as being more aware, knowing where guys are cutting. That's putting in a little bit more effort. Yeah. I think offensively, you know, I think guys are really going to have to grow up really fast right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's going to happen, but, I mean, you know, what we're going to see. Yeah. And I think the um – Interesting thing is, and maybe this is just Izzo coaching in a special way, but doesn't it seem like Izzo doesn't get on Miles as much as he gets on other guys a little bit? I think it's, yeah, I mean, I think I think part of the reason is, I'm not too sure, I can't, I can't like, confirm that. I just, what it seems like to me is that I think Izzo knows that 
Miles is struggling with his high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of alluded to the fact that Miles is probably playing like he's definitely like is it is obviously he's not healthy like he's not completely or he's like healthy but he's not a hundred percent. And I think he knows that Miles is frustrated that he's not doing everything he could do. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit of both. I think I think Isla was mad. I think he, I could see like you know Isla's frustrated on some of the plays where Miles just seems to zone out. Mm-hmm. But I think he knows that you know getting on Miles to. I don't know, you know, transform into this offensive, like, juggernaut that we expect at the beginning of the year. Like, I think that's the only way it could lead to him getting re-injured or him losing more confidence. So, yeah. I think it's like, a, it's like a fragile mental game he has to play to make, keep, um, I don't know, keep Miles focused and keep him, you know, help him rehabilitate from his injury while slowly getting back to the Miles that he was. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that and that's fair. And, and, I mean, we saw it with Valentine last year where – these guys do need a little bit of time. We we don't like to, you know, we don't like to see it. I think it, it happens probably more in um, in basketball than football. I, I don't know why, but it seems like in football, guys can get back and be back, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, basketball, it seems to take a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just, you know, the flow of the game or something like that. And, but um, And sometimes it's just a little change in development. Like, for example, I think a big thing with Dan Collins, if you remember, going from his Junior to senior year, he changed his release on his shot just a little bit. Like, uh-huh. became a little bit more fluid. Like, I think his shot's just a little bit more quicker. Like, the look at it, like, he really um, shortened up his, like, he honestly just shortened up, like, his release. And I mm-hmm. think he was a lot more fluid. And they talked, like, there's articles about it. And, I mean, he just saw Denzel after, like, his shot did look more fluid. And he was, I mean, Denzel would just get the ball in. I mean, you I, you can go back. I mean, just all the all the incredible shots he made yeah. last year. I mean, clutch shots. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just you knew, like, sometimes you just knew, like, wow, Denzel, like, he might be have a guy, like, right on him, but that three-point shot last year, wow. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you know, it's going to be a little thing like that, that, I, I mean, I just have to, like, for Miles, I think it's going to be just a little, like, it's going to be a little change, a little something of development that, like, you know, really gets him going, and I think yeah. it's going to take a little bit more time to get to that part. Yeah, especially after sitting out for so long. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I, and I, again, I think we talked about this before, but I think it's, it's a different team he's coming back to, you know. It's a, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a more, yeah. I, I would believe, well, well-rounded team, mm-hmm. and so he's got to find his role a little bit. You know, he's got to kind of yeah. search for it. So, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I think I'm a little bit more optimistic than you are. I think if we turn it around, we could really like run off a couple of like. You, you think know, we could run all four? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. No, I mean Minnesota, well, we already beat. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's not very good. Indiana is the most flummoxing th- team <laughs> yeah. I, I've ever seen, yeah. you know. And uh, and then uh, Purdue, I think Purdue, you know, they have the the twin towers in um, Haas and um, who's that other guy? Uh, 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 that piece of shit. Sorry, excuse <laughs> excuse me, Caleb Swanigan. Uh, um, do you know why he he said he uh, didn't want to come here because he he wanted a personal chef and Purdue offered him personal really chef. yeah and not no anyways no. Uh, sorry I think that uh, I think that they have you know a good inside presence but I think we have much better guards and much better wing players than they do mm-hmm. and we can kind of exploit yeah. that so I think we can definitely win all four okay. coming up yeah yeah I'd say for me I think a good goal I think it made my little. Bit more pessimistic. I'd say three is a good goal for me. I want to win three out of the four. Mm-hmm. I just think you have to. What I would say is, I think you have to win two out of the four. I think mm-hmm. you just have to like 
I think that shows that you're in a big. I think one of the shows that you're a big kind of contender. You can hang with all the teams in the Big Ten. I mean, if you went to, if you beat two, but all those teams are. I mean, I think yeah, they they all have weaknesses, but I mean, each of them would be a quality win. I think mm-hmm. two out of the four your show like. I mean, our team is for real. Like, we're going to be a contender. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're a contender for the Big Ten. I mean, even if yeah. we split, though, at that point we have eight losses. That gets – That's you know, true. Yeah. That's dicey. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, we just have so many early losses yeah. that teams just don't have. Yeah. And I'm not – I'm you know, I, I'm by no means not worried. I'm worried about getting into the tournament. But, yeah. Um, you know, I think it, it is uh, – it is going to be – Interesting if we yeah. still uh, continue to struggle. You have to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah I think overall, yeah. I think for me, I'd like to see us win three out of the four, and I'm, yeah, I think yeah. we will. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, anything else moving forward? Um, I, I do have to note that we both are in our Spartan Sport pe- uh, Sports uh, T-shirts. I, I printed a couple over the Christmas break, and that's very exciting for us. And uh, we're trying to get in back into a weekly rhythm of mm-hmm. these you know over the holidays just been tough and i've been getting to a new job but uh thank you for sticking with us and anything else for the listeners david no i mean i think you should be excited i think we're playing i mean, we have some really quality game the really you know, like every game can be a quality game and it's, mm-hmm. gonna be, it's just gonna be fun to watch big 10 season starting big 10 baby. there we go all right uh we're out we got some unfinished business. This the rap water. We hitting harder, getting smarter. It's up and on to kick the 40 yarder. Give me a heart attack, I'm anxious. Tiger, bring us home like Holly's MMA kick. I got the plane tick. Starlington, I took the flight. When that whistle blow, I know that Tony Yo gon' be high, gon' be high. Here, my on the hit list. You don't wanna miss this. Smart and they got some.